control the blaster and water zapper each sold separately. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Welcome to the show. We are embarking on the end of our seventh year of podcasting, coming up on our eight-year anniversary, which is the big one. And uh, we got a lot to cover tonight. It's been a really fun day in the world of YHS Podcast. Fun day to be a Ghostbusters fan. Hey, it's a fun day to be Jacob Walsh. I envy him. I wish I was him. I'm Even, trying to dress like him. <laughs> you guys are in the same outfit. This is cool. No, uh, those do are you, two. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> what? About what? Well, here's why the thing. Is it, why? Why do I want to be you? Yeah. You just you bring the goods, man. You're on Geek Dad <laughs> Life this week. You're yeah, like, that was oh, great. It was man. great. It was great. I've yet to make my appearance. No, I'm I'm glad to be all of us. To be honest, it's it's good to it's good. It's good to have to. Do work for almost eight years. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, anyways, uh, Abigail, how are you? Hey, I'm I'm great. I've been having a really nice, chill day off, just hanging out, um, tidying up the house, nesting, yeah, getting ready good. for the holidays. Yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm excited to podcast. Excited to podcast. Um, Jacob Walsh, man, I, hey. I know that uh, we were together just at the end of last week for a brief mm-hmm. rendezvous. Um, yep. I don't think we'll get into too many details about that today, but we do have some stuff to cover. How, how's your? You day? came up for brunch. Yeah, <laughs> I came up for brunch. Yeah, no, everything's good. Um, yeah. Hey, can I? I want to. I want to uh, <laughs> do a little inside uh, baseball for people for a second because I want to uh, mention something that always makes me laugh when we're getting ready to record. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want to say before I say this, Abby, I'm not making fun of you. Uh, this is not this. in a derogatory like, way. This is not a derogatory thing. It genuinely is funny to me every time. Okay. I like how every time we're getting ready to record, it's kind of as if you have forgotten how to yeah. do anything. Yeah. Well, you know I, what I mean? I, like, well, it's just like, it's just like setting up and doing your light and everything. And I'm like, how is this? Uh, well, why here's the we, thing. How are we going walls. through this every time for eight here's years? The, here's here's why. Because we don't have a studio. Although some people might think, yes, have some podcasts. <laughs> me has and a Craig, studio. No, 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 no. Don't try to throw it on the studio because me and no, Craig no, 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 don't no, no, have no, no, a studio no, 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 either. Craig's a target all day. Then he comes home and he <laughs> haphazardly throws all this shit up. And I've got this goddamn Christmas tree with all these lights <laughs> over here. I think my natural reaction is to just be like, this might be my first time. That's how I do things. It's like a. Oh, it's like it. Uh, I I I always I'm always like sitting here and I'm like, all right, when is she gonna ask if she's too bright? If the lighting's too bright? Hey, and babe, then we you, all have. And then a, you hey, won't, we all have our things. And then you don't do it. And then I'm like, oh fuck! But then you do it. But because well, you're like deep down, you're like her lighting's too bright. Clearly, <laughs> it is. Change. It <laughs> is. Yeah. But I like hearing you realize. But I it it literally it is a fun. It's fun. I promise I'm yeah. not giving shit. This hey, it's a fun. We all love each other's the, I was ticks at, and idiosyncratic behavior. It's what yeah. makes us who we are. So I, I take no offense. I was at Target getting you stuff, not for my own pleasure. <laughs> a and manual the, on how to it was turn your pleasure. The brightness down on a light. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Hi, Target, do you why like to bright on. section? Why does your brightness even change? Who changes it every week? Craig does. I every do. single time. That's what I'm saying. There is not why? a lighting guy. There is not multiple lights. I have one ring light that is directly across from me, and it is uh, sometimes the same light, sometimes different. And so we try to maintain. I'm trying to keep everybody on their toes, okay? Uh, if you're a lighting person and you'd like, and you have a free studio for Yes, I have some podcasts to rent. Yes. Then um, you take DM us. Take a DM. <laughs> take, take a DM. Take a DM us. us. Take a big No, DM. it's fun. It's, I um, like it. It's fun. Yeah. It's good. Hey, we're having fun, and that's what this is all about, guys. Um, we we uh, we love you guys. We The support's been amazing. Shout out to the YHN. Why? Why, Jen? What's that? Are we doing a rebranding? Why, HN? Yes, have news. Now. What if we did news? That's later. Yes, the have none. It's yes, yeah, have, none. have none. Tonight. You had some for seven years. <laughs> no. Uh, shout out to the Y. Abby, I like your. Uh, I also like your your sweater, by the way. Well, thank you, thank you so much. It's the holidays, and I'm reflecting that with my color choices here. Patreon mm-hmm. crew, you guys are the best. I, I literally just stopped mid sentence to let you guys do your thing, and then I continued like a crosswalk. <laughs> it was cool. Um, you gotta let us banter. Let's not bury the lead here. This has been a fun day for us, and I think uh, we should talk about it a little bit. I, I don't, you know, when we started this podcast for us, it was all about supporting the Ghostbusters franchise talking about Ghostbusters, talking about all the things that we love, whether it is, you know, Ghostbusters or any other franchises that we're into. But obviously Ghostbusters has been a, a defining uh, piece of the YHS puzzle for, for a very long time. And uh, through, through those, um, through those years of, of work and podcasting and videos and content and everything else, we've had some incredible opportunities. And uh, our motto has always been, um, be available be useful this is not an official motto but this is let me not call it a motto. can i add the third line yeah don't be annoying don't be annoying that's the that's the third one (laughs) it's like our it's like our boy scout creed yeah it's like the onset rule we're pushing our luck on that third one um (laughs) (laughs) try not to be um no so this is eric so many questions no 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 (laughs) listen i um not a motto, but kind of a philosophy of when there's Ghostbusters stuff going on, we will be there. We will show up. We'll, we'll do whatever we can uh, to support this franchise that we, we love and uh, different opportunities have come, whether it's been like doing stuff with Hasbro or going to toy fair or, you know, whatever over the years we've, we've really, or, you know, go to the premiere, the spirits unleashed party, all the stuff. And um, today, finally, we were able to officially reveal, although some of our listeners, I think, maybe put puzzle pieces together a little earlier than today. Maybe like when we randomly were all like just popped up on social media one day, like on a plane to England, <laughs> going to London. Yeah. For those of you who, yeah, watch our stories and follow closely, you've, you probably had a little hunch. A little hunch. Um, but we were able to finally reveal today that, yes, Abigail, Jacob, and myself, yes, have some podcast. Um, we did go to England back in late May, early June, and we hung out on set for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. It was not called Frozen Empire at the time, so once we start releasing content, you'll probably uh, hear us calling it Firehouse still. Uh, but yes, we, we got to spend uh, three days on set for the new movie, 
And um, though we can't really reveal all the details and get into it in too much of a, a deep fashion right now, um, we did put out our video today teasing some of that for the upcoming video series that we'll talk about in a second. But I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys about it for the first time in like a public yeah. fashion because this has been really, Jake, this has been like a, a tight kept secret for us. Yeah, I mean, it's been like seven months, basically. So it's been so long that some of the experiences have have started to i mean like when we first did it it was crazy some of the stuff we got to do is like i mean it's all stuff i'm never gonna forget ever in my life but i was super excited about it and then we started going through footage and pictures and all that and then it's like you wait and you gotta wait and you gotta wait and sony's like not yet and then not yet and (laughs) so the fact that we're now being able to go back through that stuff and 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 get ready to start releasing some of it it's it's awesome. And like yeah. that, when that little teaser came out today, I got, je- I saw it and got jealous. I was like, what the, f- Oh yeah. That's me. Well, I got, we got to do that. We were, the, <laughs> yeah. we did that. that's what I was saying earlier. I want to be you. I want to be you. Yeah. And I be me. It's like when you pickle something or like make a dough and it has to set and then you have yeah. it later and it rises. And it's and you're better like, oh. later. Yes. Yeah. Like I forgot about this dough and all the wonderful parts. Um, weird cool. analogies yeah. tonight, but I like it. I like pickling. I do too. So Restaurants. That's all I know. Abby. Yeah. We went to um. We went to the set. We so basically let's let's we we're listen. We're gonna be talking about this a lot over the next couple months. But basically, um, we were fortunate enough to be invited to come out. Um, I know a lot of Ghostbusters fans have seen some of the other like influencer videos that have come out where they have people on set and do making slime and doing a little tour and, and, you know, looking at the equipment and all that kind of stuff. And we were fortunate enough to, um, have been invited for, um, for that kind of thing. Um, but through a very unique and serendipitous sequence of events, Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, include the writer's strike and delayed passports and, uh, you know, Sony uh, going back and forth and and us trying to figure out what exactly we're going to be doing. It kind of turned into this like perfect storm scenario for the three of us. And this, the, the, like I said, I, this is not to like tease you guys. There's just literally things we can't reveal yet, but Jake, I've, I've said like, that was the best couple days to be there. Yeah. What we did and what we saw and the the access we got. And also yeah. like it was just it was just the three of us. Like it was just you're it was like, just us. You're like I can't I'm not trying to tease you guys but we were there at the perfect time and got to see some really amazing stuff that we we can't tell you yet. It's more we, than that though but or what we it, did. It was almost we, like it was just the three of us there and we're like doing our thing like the running joke with us is like oh they they made a mistake <laughs> like, <laughs> like for one thing everyone was so friendly uh who ushered us on the set and welcomed us into their crew world. was amazing the crew was so nice um the vibe was really good and yeah i i had that out of body feeling that moment of like whoa how am i why am i seeing this but I I feel so much gratitude today looking back and seeing things take full form and gearing up for this release of the movie. I'm just so grateful. Yeah. 
Yeah. And before we, Jake, any, uh, like what else, before we talk about what we're going to be doing with, with this footage and stuff. Well, I mean, there's not, I don't think there's anything else we can really say other than the tease. Clearly for the tease, we could talk about what that is a little bit. We got to make sure. slime. We got we to, to make, make slime. slime on set with, do you remember the guy's name? Do you have his name handy? Uh, the effects guy who, no, but no. we'll, we'll I get remember it. that he's a badass. He was a, great he was a cool guy. dude. Yeah. We got, we'll get his he name later, but we, yeah, but we made slime to be used in the film. Yeah. And we, we got to see the process of what that means and where it's going. And, and they gave us some slime and, and it was a really cool thing. It was really cool. And and to kind of like clarify, so we, we put out this teaser today that showed a little bit of the making slime. And we teased out this video series, Abigail, called Firehouse Fridays. Okay, so you might be going, hmm, what is that? What does that mean? Besides great alliteration. Oh, it's fantastic. Also, like, shout out. We've been working with Sony's digital marketing team to to come up with all of that stuff. So, And they've been great. Um, so Firehouse Fridays is going to be a series of videos from YHS and Ghostbusters uh, that will start sometime after the new year, probably getting a little closer to the movie. We haven't finalized the date yet, where every Friday we'll have a new video. So yes, making slime will be part of it, but I think the the entire series is some. It's between seven and ten uh, full videos, not like you know two to eight minute behind the scenes videos. Yeah, um, with we we should say um, extended cuts, uh, outtakes, stuff like that. Um, yep, on the page. Yeah, traded scenes. Stuff. Yeah, if you're part of the YHS Patreon, we'll definitely be trying to get you guys stuff early and like more extended looks and then probably also like some more Q&As and, and AMAs and that kind of stuff too. Um, it's not lost on us how amazing of an opportunity this is. Mm -hmm. And it's also like I feel a great responsibility to our audience understanding that, you know, when would if we get an opportunity like this, it's kind of our job to make sure we're providing as much content on it as possible yeah. um, because that's why you guys support us. That's what, that's what, that's what I do for the people that I support mm -hmm. other podcasts and other channels who get these, you know, amazing opportunities. I want to, live vicariously yeah, through them. Yeah, we yeah. scraped up the goods. We served them up and let you know exactly how stuff was uh, like while we were on set. And I will say it was a lot of work. Like uh, on it was it is a lot of getting work. up early and doing just being on your feet and, and working. And it was amazing. And the, yeah. again, the most rewarding stuff I've ever done. Yeah. I mean, you get there and it's like, oh, God, we got to get this like free breakfast and coffee and like <laughs> got to eat a banana. Oh, man. In a nice lobby. Crafty really quick. Terminator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, though. In real talk, though, um, I think this movie is going to be pretty good. <laughs> I think it's going to be a good movie, guys. I've got a good feeling yeah, about too. this. I've got yeah. a really good feeling about mm -hmm. it. Um, so yeah, today was awesome, man. It's, it's exciting. And we just put out when you're watching this a couple days from now or whatever, we're like we, we put out the teaser and the reaction has been really great. And the support's been great. It's just been, it's just been fun, but who boy, this was not easy to, to keep our, our, our mouths shut for, for six no. months or whatever it's been. Well, I like, I get, no, I get ex it makes me excited. Like I like kind of dancing around, like knowing little, little private secret. Which is yeah. fun. So I'm I'm gonna miss that now that it's like that period is over, <laughs> sort of. Um, I so think it's yeah. gonna last another couple of months. There's there's I there's think we still have sales. some pretty yeah, big secrets to keep. Yeah, got yes, yeah, couple, tiny couple. 
Um, so yes, I, I, I just wanted to say how much I've actually enjoyed this period and how it's kind yeah. of nice to know and to be a part of things. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob, anything else on this uh, specific well, one? Uh, I, I just want to say, uh, like, a th- I just want to say thanks to, to our, you know, community and our listeners. And I, I want to, I want to thank the Patreon, uh, people big time because, um, that, you know, getting, going to London, uh, kind of last minute, you know, it, it was, it was like a big deal and, uh, Patreon helped a lot with, uh, yep. taking care mm-hmm. of, you know, certain expenses that we had to, to, to just kind of come up with out of nowhere. And, um, sure, sure. and yeah, just like, you know, I just wanted to say thanks to Patreon and all that. And like that, that stuff really, really helps us and YHS and like you know we would love to do this kind of stuff like we we put a lot of work in especially the stuff that's going to happen in the next couple of months yeah and it it is it is what I wish we were doing full time but we all have like real jobs mm-hmm. and uh Patreon is what you know keeps this kind of stuff going and like making this content and being able to show it to uh you guys or whoever and now like making content that sort of feels uh i like if i use the word important that makes me sound like we're full adjacent to something important yeah exactly (laughs) stuff that really stuff that really uh helps the community out and the ghostbusters community and uh you know shows people stuff that they might not have gotten to see otherwise we we it's all because we're supported by patreon so like mm-hmm. if you like if if people listening you like this kind of stuff you know consider consider helping out because i want to do this full time you know what i mean well, and, that, uh, I, I got one better for you jacob i like that we already do it full time i'd like to sleep at some point yeah <laughs> there you go there you go yeah how can we do that no oh, i'd like to do this full time and not uh, another job but yeah but no, patreon like that's what keeps it going Jacob, so you're 100 i'm glad you brought that up i mean uh our patreon support is amazing and if you want to get in on it it's patreon.com slash yes have some uh a couple bucks a month you guys don't understand the difference it makes we literally like this sounds like this sounds like over the top or sappy but it's true like you guys the support we have on this channel um it literally has made us and allowed us to like make our dreams come true yeah. Um 100%. And, and we we are yeah. we know we're tongue in cheek and we know that we like to be a little bristly sometimes and 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 have a laugh at our own expense and 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 you know that's just the way we are. That's our personalities. Um but the truth is that we are so passionate about this and about YHS and obviously about Ghostbusters and the opportunities that we've been able to uh take advantage of and and be offered and and show up for um we wouldn't have been able to do it with without all you guys and the continued support so yeah. it's it's super it's super fucking cool mm-hmm. we would have tried to do it without y'all but we really appreciate your help <laughs> we, would have, we can only we, bartend and dog sit so much we would have really tried <laughs> yeah I- <laughs> and obviously giant sh- i mean listen we we don't give all these guys enough credit but sh- huge this stuff does not happen without ghost core and eric reich oh and eric is my best friend like yeah he does he know that was, 
No, Eric this, is my co-pilot. But, but, but seriously, Eric and and Jason and Gil have been like so cool to us yeah. that it makes me wonder if it's all a joke. And at some point, <laughs> it's like it's like in the movies where the jocks befriend the the geeks, <laughs> but they only do it because they're gonna yes. play it because they're playing a joke on them. Yeah, yes. you guys have um, read Carrie way too many times. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, also, she's Jason all Reitman's that, gonna Jason Reitman's gonna ask me to prom, and I'm just gonna be like, yeah, let's go. I'm not even <laughs> gonna go. think about the, the pig blood joke? that's coming. I'm but. a fucking bet. <laughs> yeah, right, right, I'm right. A bet. I'm a fucking Rachel <laughs> Cook. Oh, love her forever. That red dress walking yeah. downstairs with her eyebrows plucked. Amazing. Do you remember wow, the song? trying to say thank you to Jason? And, uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I'm sorry. Sorry, Jason. Rachel Lee Cook, thank you so much for your performance and she's all that. Quit talking about Freddie Prince Jr. when we're thanking <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, dog. Hey, dog. Yeah, baby. Um, Jacob, I, I'm right there with you, man. I yeah, that's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've been extremely kind. And, and really, yeah. though, like, mm-hmm. like being on set and, and being around it, like the crew is incredible and everyone's yeah, everybody's really kind. Cool. Everybody's mm-hmm. hardworking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, seriously. And that's rare and it's special and it's really cool that we get to see that happening and that kind of chemistry with the the franchise that we love the most. And everybody fucking loves Ghostbusters. That's the crazy part. Like some Jake, don't you sometimes I feel like, especially out in the world, like in public, like you know when you see like a four year old kid with a Ghostbusters shirt, you're like, finally somebody I can relate to. You know? <laughs> Hey, you're like, hey, kid, go see the. Why aren't you taking your old family to see the movie six times? (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, so sometimes I'm like, you know, that's why I love being able to do what we do because we get to connect with all these people that love the thing that we do. But then, like, we go to set and there's just being there and you're like, there's hundreds and hundreds of people here Mm -hmm. all for one reason Ghostbusters. They like this thing and they're working for this thing as much as we do. And that is unforgettable. Yeah. That's awesome. They're doing their job. Yeah. We appreciate it and support them. Yep. And then the craziest fucking thing ever is that we fly all the way to London, England. That's a whole other country. And then the strikes happen. And then they got to do reshoots. And they're three miles from the house. <laughs> Are we talking about that? No, no. we're not. No, but no, that's yeah, as much was, as we can say. All we'll say is that it was really weird that they were so close. <laughs> <laughs> Really fucking weird. It was really convenient. Hey, should I should I real should I show off this jar of slime real quick? I got it right behind yeah. me. Okay. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, yeah mine's, mine's right here. <laughs> What'd you say, Abby? We've got a couple things in that detoff. It's a detoff. <laughs> Don't show them all. It's not as slimy now. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. All right, let me. Uh... All right, so you saw the tease in the video. So we made slime. By the way, I don't. I don't know what those ingredients were, but apparently it's not toxic. I think they were all edible, as yeah, I it's recall. It's stuff. like safe yeah, for it'll be. dissolve. Okay, so it's kind of throw unsafe. Now we don't recommend eating space, it, although so. Jacob it's did edible. try. It is edible. Um, so we we showed this off in the video today. So this is official Ghostbusters set slime that we made. <clears throat> well, I think we didn't make this jar. They gave oh, right. us these. These were ready to go. It's an original recipe that we followed. Right. Okay. Yeah. That. All the slime is made the same way. Now, yeah. here's the thing. I want to be honest with you guys. This is amazing. We each got our own jar. Brought and they made it to where like it was a um a safe liquid size, so you could bring it back on the plane. You won't break any laws. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, 
here's the deal. If they would have said, hey, fly to England, come to set for 10 minutes and make slime and this is your gift and then leave. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. been, like, oh. been like, that much? Yeah. <laughs> um, so so we're excited once we start putting out the full videos for Firehouse Fridays, um, you'll see the the full the full making slime saga. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, but you get the gist of it. We made slime from the movie Ghostbusters. And and mm-hmm. now we have a fun collectible. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. you know, if you're trying to make, uh, if you're trying to get one of your own, slide into my DMs and uh, hey, hey, what? yeah, we're just no, kidding. we are no, no we no. discussed this on the teaser that we released today. No. You can These hear me is, saying no. This is a forever, one of a kind, unique. You, you'll never see another one like it. There's uh, a couple out there, but this this is so meaningful. This is more yeah. meaningful than anything I've ever gotten, like from my family. Like I don't have an heirloom. <laughs> Jesus, me neither. That's our family Bible. Yeah, this is <laughs> like if I ever had a kid, like if I had a son, you'd anoint you'd anoint them in the slime. Fucking canoe. You like put your thumb in it and do a little cross yeah. on their voice. Yeah, I'm like do a baptism. That's it's like cool. to the father, Ivan right. <laughs> The, the son, Jason, Jason Reitman. And the Holy Spirit. He got Spangler. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. That was fucking spiritual. Thank you. Somebody wow. make that graphic. The Father, Son, of the Holy Spirit. We'd like that. Some people hear it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all, right, all, right, all right. We're not that big of dorks, are we? No, this is good. This cool. was fun. Cool. We, we were super excited, guys. Stay tuned to YHS. Make sure you subscribe to all of our social channels. Jacob, anything else on that? No, we're good. Um, all right, so um, let's get into some more traditional Yes Have Some podcasts. So we got a couple topics tonight. We're, we're going to try a new segment tonight. Don't have a name for it yet. Right now I'm just it's calling called segments. It's called Craig's News. Uh, <laughs> so we need a better name, uh, but we'll, come, we'll, we'll get to Craig's News a little bit later. Um, but um, we, we've got a lot going on in the world of YHS as we wind down to the end of the year obviously toy anxiety is rocking and rolling the jeffries will be coming up so stay tuned for that um abby and i have not seen godzilla minus one yet jake i know the right now the kaiju world is just on fire what's going on over there yeah but also with no spoilers because i'm not going to see it till saturday and i'm i'm ashamed if it's still in theaters (laughs) it's it's not going to be i think it i think the 14th is the last day i think you guys we're going to make it happen we're going to make it happen damn Um, Damn. I thought you guys were trying to go uh, yesterday. We we tried. Well, I thought we were real <laughs> fans. What the fuck did we do? You slept all day. I did. I was tired. And, and I, I was played, at Target. I played Lego Fortnite. Craig was at Target, Target all day, and Abby couldn't figure the lights out, so you guys didn't go <laughs> Hey, no. I tried to figure out Lego Fortnite. It's hard. Holy shit, though. I'm looking at the Plaza Theater, January 19th. Yeah. They're screening the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, that's fun. But I want to see Godzilla well, minus right. one. They're also screening uh, the Muppets. Um, Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Because remember, we were thinking about going. We were thinking about Saturday. Going. Yeah. But and it's a pajama party, but it's all ages. And yeah. Do you think they're bringing kids to that? It's going to be all millennials. It's going to be all millennials. Kids don't give a fuck about the Muppets. Hey, I was That's in this, what I was hey, thinking. Real quick about Muppets. I was in this conference at work today, and the guy made a really fun like we were we were talking about it doesn't matter what we were talking about, but we had like a guest speaker, and he was like, Let's say you wanted to write like he goes, 
well, what's a fun topic? Uh, how about Muppets in Space? And I looked at the guy next to me. I was like, out of uh, all the Muppets movies, he referenced Muppets in Space. Oh, he must. Have oh, I thought he was trying them. to like come up with that on his own. I was like, that's been done. Oh, like you thought he he thought he invented it. <laughs> he thought he invented Muppets in Space. Yeah. Guys, what if we sent the Muppets to space? Can you believe it? <laughs> um, but anyways, Jake, Godzilla, Kaiju, that world is there's a lot going yeah. on right now. Everybody's freaking out, yeah, because I mean the the movie's amazing and it's doing really well and it's it's possibly up for an, an Oscar, which is crazy, and uh, it's the highest grossing uh, Japanese film in America of of all time right now. Like it's doing really really well. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people on my Facebook who you know aren't Godzilla people that are like saying, "Hey, I went and saw this movie and it's." It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Jake, you might want to reconsider coming up Saturday because I'm looking at the lineup at Plaza Theater. Not only is Muppet Christmas Carol playing, right after that, it's Child's Play, and right after that, it's Godzilla Minus One. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm off Saturday. I'm sorry for Dude, saying I'll, that. Get tickets. Offended, I'll come. Dude, I'm off Saturday. So let's spend <laughs> yeah, the day at Plaza just, Theater. Fuck me. Child's Play. Fuck me. Fuck me child's Child. Play. <laughs> Christmas Carol. Fuck me. Sorry. Hold on. That is the weirdest. Thing. That is the weirdest triple feature of all time. Has there's Dude, no the through line. Uh, also, <laughs> anyways, can we? So listen, can we be triplets? Listen, okay. So we got a lot going on, but Jake, we before we get yeah. to Craig's news, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it should be Ghostbuster Craig's news. <laughs> Ghostbuster, Ghostbuster Craig. I want to get to. Um, so we we had we were having this discussion. A couple weeks yeah. ago, we did a uh, review of Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, Eli Roth has not been on the podcast. Uh, oh, I thought we <laughs> we we, did, we didn't have him. We did have him. We're trying oh. to get him. We're we trying. were scolded yeah. for not. Um, we um, how dare we? We we loved that movie. We talked about it. Yeah, and we were very positive about that movie, weren't we? Very positive. Yeah, it was a very sure. positive yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, positivity only goes so far. It only goes so far. That's true. That's true. So. It was a good movie. We, yeah, it was awesome. But in, in the course of that, we we had gotten into some discussion about uh, modern horror and slasher movies mm-hmm. and uh, what was going on with the Scream franchise where yeah. Jenna Ortega is out and the other actress, I can't think of her name, uh, but, you know, the Scream franchise is going through an upheaval right now. Older sister from the yeah. Uh, Melissa Barrera. Mm-hmm. And we've been a little tough on on Scream over the mm-hmm. last couple movies. Um, we've gotten some yeah. sad comments. Uh, no, well, he even he the, the I don't want to. This is we not don't even too, have to. Yeah, we're not yeah. trying to not trying to call out any commenters or anything like that. But no. we right. we have we have been we have been told by more than one person that we're we're being hard on the Scream franchise. Uh, or maybe being hard on movies in general, but I, I think uh, I think when you have a movie like Scream, I mean, yeah. there's six of those. There's six, right? Wasn't the last one the sixth one, or is the there's six, and then the there's a uh, three seasons of a, a spinoff reboot TV show. Lots sure, of Scream. sure. Um, when you when you have a franchise like that, and the first movie in your franchise is heralded by some as like a masterpiece like which i i love the first screen movie a lot i think it is it is great um you you have to like you have to judge your other um you know 
uh, movies in the franchise on that on that first movie. Right. And I'll tell you what, none of them hold up to Scream One. And I and I know that's a hard thing to do, but like these part of the part of the point that I don't know if we get across sometimes when we're shit talking some of these movies is that a lot of these movies are just being made for the like for the fuck of it. They're not they're not being made because anybody has like something new to say or mm-hmm. a new way to tell the story or anything artistic or like of value. It's just, whoa, we should make it a screen movie really quick because they right. will get paid for it. Well, especially um, real quick, especially Scream 6. Like Scream 5 kind of stayed in limbo for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I know there's people who really like that movie. We we weren't as high on it, but But I didn't can, hate it either. Right. You know what I mean? You cannot like, deny the fact that as soon as that movie hit and did well, I mean, the Scream 6 was out a year later. So it yeah. went right back into that motion of let's get another one out mm-hmm. as, as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. I wouldn't consider myself to have hated the last two installments. I would consider them like you, Jacob, to have been kind of imaginationless. Is that a word? But like free of creativity and fun and like <laughs> art just for the sake of it. Like it free of creativity. Sorry. I've been listening to a yeah. lot of rent today. Um, Whoa. Hey, you know what? I, yes, hold on. Yesterday yeah. I watched tick, tick, boom. And then oh, when it was over, when it was over, I watched uh, the there's a documentary about Jonathan Larson um, mm-hmm. that was on like the DVD for, for, rent, yeah. for rent the movie. But you can watch it on uh, YouTube. And I hadn't okay. seen it like since uh, rent came out like 2005. So I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch this again. So that's just funny. You said that because I watched like six that hours rolls. of Jonathan Larson uh, stuff yesterday. Hey, that's why we're wearing the same sweater. I love Rent. Yeah. Tick, yeah. tick, boom. I love that movie. I, I love care. tick, tick, boom. Yes. Give really me, like give me, give me. I need. I okay, love but Rent. We were talking about well, something, though. I was talking about how, yeah, there's no like imagination or like, oh, wow, they really veered off and did something new for the first time. Um, I feel like Scream maybe re had a resurgence in popularity, maybe because of Ghostface and like it's like, oh, the kids seem to be wearing it. So like let's make a movie, but like not really put as much thought into yeah. it and make well, a really like and I know what you're saying where it's like every movie after the first one is graded by the first movie because it is sure. a piece of perfection that like brought back slasher movies uh after a time of like not really having any good ones for like five or six years. Yeah. Hey, also like we're we're just a podcast like we're just three people with uh opinions and my my opinion is formed based on the fact that i watch a lot of movies like more than most normal people who have like shit to do and uh this is uh free entertainment like we do this for free uh and uh it if we're gonna have an opinion and we think something's bad like we're just gonna talk about it um but I, part of the, I, I have to, it, it annoys me so much when I see this one specific phrase get thrown around. Craig knows yeah. what I'm going to say already. You know what? I feel like this is a conversation we've had a lot in our, our private life. I don't yeah. know if we've ever brought this one to the podcast. Well, but here, but here's another thing. The, the reason it annoys me so much is because I have this conversation with my day job. It, it happens at work. I've had this conversation- yeah, I've had this conversation with other tattoo artists. I've had this conversation with friends of mine who uh, paint for a living. Uh, 
um, people like to to say the phrase "art is subjective," mm-hmm. and um, it's not. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry to tell you that it, it's not. Like your taste is subjective, and you might like something based on whatever your criteria are, or you might not have criteria. You might just have a, a, a reaction and you're like, I like this. That's, that's fine. Um, it can still be a bad piece of art. You know what I mean? And not every, not every painting, not every tattoo, not every movie is art in the first place. Like people make movies for really dumb reasons that have nothing to do with artistic style or ability or Or whatever. Like, I mean, movies, there are, I mean, they're not making fast and the furious 10 because it's art. You know what I mean? They're making it because it it makes a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, and so saying art is subjective like that, that is something that like middle school art teachers say to people who are bad at art. So you don't hurt their feelings. You know what I mean? Is that sure. a shitty thing to say? <laughs> no, I, I think I'm you're really arguing quiet. against no, people I'm who thinking, do I'm art thinking. at work. I think you're saying, well, you've made this, this point before. That's like, um, you should we should try harder and do better when making movies because it is well, important great things well, i'm just exist. saying it, yeah. it is okay it is like not everything has to be called a piece of art just because you like it like I, I like movies that are not i like movies that are objectively bad you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that doesn't there's nothing wrong with that but like mm-hmm. getting annoyed at us because i'm talking shit about scream and saying art is is subjective scream five is not a piece of art it's just <laughs> It's just not, you know, Here like comes the comments. Everyone's they're not, nope. they're not making, they're not making a new trilogy of exorcist movies. Like, because they got something to say because that movie was dog shit. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm. Yeah. Here's the, it, so I agree with you. I, I think that it, it has less to do. <clears throat> there's different angles on this. And I think, and I think this is a really worthy and valuable discussion. Um, the thing that's more interesting to me, and this is like uh, amplified by like 10x or 1,000x on the internet, is because, or is because, the thing that's interesting to me is that people, because of social media and the ability to express your opinion, anybody can have a voice, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. Anybody can have a podcast, anybody can have a YouTube channel, Twitter, X account, whatever, Instagram, Facebook, and people i see this a lot especially like you know yes have some group therapy is a very well monitored and administrated group we don't put up with any nonsense for a facebook group i think it's about as good as you can get Mm -hmm. there's been times where people when somebody expresses an opinion that is different than theirs or that they don't agree with Mm -hmm. they don't always immediately react with a constructive like rebuttal they people get mad or get angry yeah. or feel like feed per- off the emotions that def- are maybe already within them yeah yeah, yeah. it's def- it's getting defensive too um right and i mean nobody like I-, I deal with this like in the tattoo like within work within my work world a lot and like right you know i i see maybe stuff that 
somebody else has done or, or people, you know, you don't have to go through any classes or school to be a tattoo artist. So you get a lot of people doing tattoos that are really, really ob- objectively bad work. Right. So, mm-hmm. and, but you do get people who don't see that and you, I, I will see somebody with a tattoo on them. And when I see it, I'm like, Oh my God, that is awful. The lines are crooked. The shading is out of this. This isn't connected. This is blown out. This is wrong. You know, this isn't right. Like you can see it, but they don't real, they don't recognize it. So they're like, Oh, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. It's the same. It's the same with movies. It's the same with everything. Like there are many form, even books. Yeah. Yeah. 50 shades of gray. A lot of people liked it. It was shitty. It wasn't well written. Yeah. What were you going to say, Greg? Well, a lot of it is like a self-awareness too kind of thing. Cause I like, I don't want to speak for you as a tattoo artist, but like, I know that like year one of YHS podcast, I was like, Hey, that was, we, we did a really great episode, but if I went back and listened to it now, I might be like, uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Right. So a That's lot of it's of like it. the lens, like Jake, I'm sure the tattoos you did your first two years, you were proud of. Yeah. Um, I'm sure time. you're year 15. You have a different perspective, right? Exactly. Well, I mean, it's just because you learn and you you can look back and see what you were doing differently. Doesn't necessarily mean you were doing everything wrong, but but I mean, like you can watch a movie. I'm going to keep using the new Exorcist movie because it's just recent and someone's got it apart. Um, But like, you know, I'm not trying to say that there are like the the little that little rant I just went on about art and everything. I'm not trying to put rules on art because there's not, but also there kind of is, there are some, like if you're, if you're a painter and you're a professional painter, you know that there are way there. Exactly. There's techniques and there are ways that you do things. That doesn't mean you always have to do them that way. Um, It just means Mm -hmm. there are ways to do things. If you're trying to get a specific, outcome mm-hmm. and movies right. are the same way like the writing the lighting the score the editing most people who watch movies the editing does not isn't something people uh notice you know what right. i mean i i uh i read but we this are defined article. by how we edit ourselves and so it makes right sense. but yeah. i I read this big article once about edits in a movie and it, and it was attached to a clip uh, like a YouTube video. I wish I remembered. I, I, I feel like it was probably Cinefax or something like that. Um, okay. Where they talked about how they used specifically Michael Bay. And then they used like some artsy movie. Right. And they or no. I think it was There Will Be Blood that they talked about. They talk about how many cuts are used in the movie. How many times the camera cuts to another and in movies where they don't they don't care, they're just like, just film it. There mm-hmm. are cut after cut after cut after cut things or whatever. There's no structure to the way a film is edited. And most mm-hmm. people don't most people don't even um, like recognize that or realize that the editing is like an art form. Sure. Less cuts so, means more intention. Yeah, I- exactly. And so, like, if you make a film and your editing's bad and your lighting is weird. Your writing is weird. You know, your story plots aren't making the most sense. It's cut weird. Uh, like if all those things are not good, 
then you made a then you made a bad movie, right? You none of your intentions right. are being met. Um, also, so that audience is bad. Audiences, I think, by and large, are, are smarter and more informed and less susceptible to. Uh, it's hard in horror too, right? Because like sometimes horror is just supposed to be schlocky and, and is meant yeah. to be campy, right? Right. Exorcist. Ex- I think Exorcist is really good. Like I'm not a filmmaker, right? We make yeah. YouTube videos, and I think we all have a decent eye for the camera. And God damn it, the camera loves us. Uh, but sorry, it's like such an <laughs> asshole. Um, but um, I will say this. I walked out of The Exorcist and I went, I've read nothing about this movie, but I promise you that is not the movie they intended to make. There is something that happens in that movie. The tone changes. There's Mm -hmm. plot holes. You got, you got the, you can almost feel like the reshoots and the script rewrites and the notes. Yeah. Yeah. You can feel feel the corporate. You could like feel the corporate behind it. And when you're watching a movie, a a movie is supposed to take you on a journey. It's supposed to be a story from beginning to end that Mm -hmm. doesn't, you're 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 supposed to be able to forget about the how the movie was made and just watch it and and feel emotion. Um, that's one of the reasons why I get onto you guys when you pause movies. You know what I mean? Is it's because I understand it is meant to be just watched and felt at once. And if things are happening within that movie that make you think about that kind of stuff, Craig, like oh that same there was a decision made there. Right. Then, then they're failing on what they tried to do. Um, and I mean, listen, like I'm just a dude with an opinion, you know, uh, but I just, that art is subjective stuff. That's bullshit, man. That's that uh, to me. It's just a cop out of a, like, you know, Oh, they made a movie. It's art. No, it's, right. it's not. Mm-hmm. And also like, none of this is like, we know how hard it is to like, it's hard to make a movie. And when something doesn't go right, it's not always the director's fault. It's not always the writer's fault. Like no. studio interference. They, there's a lot of hands in the, in the cookie but, jar, but it's also ways. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. It could be, it could be a number of things. Um, but it's also like so many movies are made nowadays because a studio was like, hey, we're making let's make an exorcist. Movie. You know, a group of right. people like the director. I, I'm not sure exactly how he got attached or if he was like, I want to make the exorcist. And they David, and that's how they David went, because I know. Yeah, because I know he did Halloween. Right. But a lot of those movies are just like, let's resurrect a franchise. Let's get a director. It's not like. Jason Reitman, who had an idea one day and wrote this really personal, you know, based on inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was inspired and got so into, you know, everything about the process and, and everything about the past. It, I don't think Exorcist was like that. I don't think the Halloween movies were like that. I don't think the Scream movies were like that. Dude, those are money-making movies. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying you can't enjoy them or have no. fun watching, you know, Michael Myers. But don't you dare call, call them art. People. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, if I say it's a bad movie, don't give me artist objective shit. Listen, I'm glad you brought up Afterlife because the thing I was talking about earlier, Ab, is the, the way that people react to like opinions. Like, listen, we all adore Afterlife, right? We love it. We, we love Ghostbusters. We, we think it's perfect and amazing and, and everything. There's people out there who, who have issues and nitpicks and stuff like that. And that's their prerogative. That's their opinion. But the reason I bring this up is that when, like in group therapy, if somebody says, well, I didn't really like Afterlife, you'll see people 
get really angry. Like, right. oh, you're just an idiot. What would yeah. you just want? What'd you want? You know, and it's like we're all because people like, take it per yeah, because sometimes it's hard it not personally. to take that personally or get right. defensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, and we've you, been on this I road mean, for a long time since 2016. We've been on this road. Yes. I just want to like I know I'm talking a lot here, but no, go no, for it. One, it. Of, one of my like one I, I really, really love Leprechaun Part Four. You know what I mean? Like I I, I wa- I've uh, watched that movie. Jake, I have probably seen that Hold movie on. more than any other human being. That's in space. Uh, you, yeah. What what is Leprechaun Four's Christian given name? <laughs> leprechaun four um no it's leprechaun <laughs> in space we all know that yes i think it's leprechaun four in space, in space. you get uh-huh. it right i think that in space is after the part four i like calling but it i'm just Christian but i'm just saying name. like that that movie is like that's you know it's just a silly i don't right. i don't want to sound like i'm on a high horse being like all movies have to follow these things like they don't right, right. Mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's kind of a case by case 100 percent I what like that. What's the I think filmmaker it's... trying to? Yeah, sure. I think it's good food for thought. Here's another thing: the scream. There are scream. The that franchise has diehards that are yeah. all about every second of it, and they you know they take it they take it seriously. I get it. <laughs> I understand taking a movie very seriously. Okay. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Abigail, any final thoughts on this? This was good, Jay. I'm glad. Well, I'm, I mean, I like this. There's like, you could say that art is subjective is kind of when you boil it down, it's like to each his own. We all are different. We like what we like. But I like that Jacob is holding up the standard and saying, look at the original work. If it's groundbreaking and if it's like genre defining and impactful to the world and, and really well executed, then it's a letdown it's it's a it's a failure on the movie industry or the writers the directors the actors to like not this is jen ortega's try as fault. hard to get close i'm not saying it's jen ortega's fault i think she's amazing <laughs> hey listen we're in x you're never gonna find th- you're never gonna f- <laughs> you will not find three more people more excited about beetlejuice too right michael keaton's back mm-hmm. Catherine o'hara's back I pro- probably Danny Elfman's back, Tim Burton's back. We're all, but we have to look at it through the lens when we see it. Of you're putting, you're you're doing a sequel thirty some odd years later to a movie that means a lot to a lot of people, and if it falls short, there's going to be people who say, "Well, you take these things too seriously." Yeah, we got we got to. Yeah, if we didn't take it seriously. We, it's we, our life. Somebody's it's got to. It's literally what we do. Hey, somebody <laughs> out there's got to. If we didn't. Ultimate- <laughs> we wouldn't be no. friends if we didn't take movies super seriously. Like that's what that's yeah. what forged our friendship. Well, also, I like, hated Jurassic World. We fought about it. This wouldn't be a great podcast if we didn't if dive. We're all into like, this we stuff. like it. It's not. Cool. We like everything. It. We like I'm every not. movie. Everybody, everybody gets a star. You all did you're good. All good. No. no, we're real. Sometimes this is the real bad. world. Yeah, <laughs> everybody gets a little bit. Sometimes. Of you make a bad no, you don't movie. all win awards. No. Yeah. You don't okay. all win a Jeffrey. <laughs> hey, guess what, guys? It's time for our fun new segment that we don't have a name for called Craig's Big News. So this is kind of a spinoff of uh, of the fuck budget, which we, well, we're not going to get rid of the fuck budget by any means. But I thought, listen, on Howard Stern, they always did this thing at the end of every episode where 
Robin would read news stories and everybody would react to them. And it was my favorite segment ever. And they don't do it anymore. So someone has to bring it back. So we're uh, t- okay. I see. So we're doing it. Yeah. No, but actually this originated. Jacob well, cool Clark. idea you had, Craig. Listen, no, no, no. Craig's news. This is big. I have four pop culture movie topics. Okay. You he guys five. It could be a fuck budget. Listen, I didn't. I didn't get to five. I was been a target all day. I've got four topics. You, but the difference with the fuck budget, you guys have not seen these yet. You don't know about these yet. Yeah. All right. And we're gonna bring them up and we're gonna react to them. They're they're fun. I think these are fun things. Now, okay. I don't think you guys will expect all. Of them. Okay. So, all right. This will be good. This will. Should be good. we have like four fucks to give? And There's like, no, it's not a. Oh, fuck I I need no to fucks. make this not fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So topic number one. Here we go. I'm going to share my screen here. Um, All right. This was brought up. This is the origin of this idea because I was like, we got to figure out a way to talk about this on the podcast. Here we go. Here it is. David Copperfield plans to make the moon disappear. That's it. Any thoughts? (laughs) Oh, we're not even a. Uh... I'm doing. I'm pausing for dramatic effect. I think that's. <laughs> we didn't stupid. even get to see it. Huh? Here it is. David Copperfield plans to make the moon disappear. There he is. This is going to be his latest stunt. He's doing it to raise money for a children's healthcare organization. Okay. Now, All right. When All I right. was Mr. A... Show did this sketch a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. While well, they blew up the moon, and there was a really <laughs> funny song, and Bob Odenkirk sang it, and he had a cowboy hat on. Okay. This is not. I know as how cool this is going to go. I know how this is going to go. All right, it's gonna about it. it's gonna take place at five a.m. Okay, and he's gonna get everybody there, everybody in the seats, looking <laughs> yeah. at the moon. Yeah, and then he's gonna do that thing where he makes everybody turn around. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "All right, just don't don't peek." And then he's gonna wait three hours for the, <laughs> the, the sun to come up. Yeah, and he's gonna be like, "I did it." It's just daytime. <laughs> Well, do you remember the big one where he made the Statue of Liberty disappear? Yes. Like, yeah, he slowly... That's what Jacob was just doing a bit about. But they they just turned the platform. They just turned yeah, they just slowly... Yeah. It was yeah. right there. Don't look to your left. The magic is that people don't fucking pay attention closely. To <laughs> magic is dumb. Magic is yeah. dumb. I do not enjoy it. I, Let I me, think it's stupid. <laughs> Let me at least read it. It's an elaborate ruse, and it's it's lying, and I don't like it. Let me read the article. David Copperfield, the renowned magician, is setting his sights on the celestial stage with a grand illusion three decades in the making. Oh, this is where he's been the whole time. 30 years to disappear the moon? This is where he's been since those uh, CBS specials. Hold on couple things since he left the celebs houses there's a lot no you're first of all you're thinking of david blaine oh fuck second of all <laughs> you just said he's gonna disappear the moon which is one of the fun- fucking disappear the moon <laughs> it's a verb you can disappear something third do you think he's consulted nasa and are they concerned no he's well, the moon's consulted not real people anyway. who build slowly fake. rotating machines that like people will stand on <laughs> platforms all right let me read this um, unveiled his audacious plan to make the moon disappear, a feat that has captured his imagination for 30 years. This is what he sleeps at night when he's like <laughs> staying up at night, is what he thinks oh, about. He's been dreaming about it for 30 years, yeah. not necessarily working towards it. <laughs> his upcoming moon disappearing act is not just a whimsical stunt, but a testament to his unwavering commitment to challenging the limits of magic. Uh, he remarked, It's taken 30 years of work, that's literally 30 years of our lives to develop this trick. He's uh, working with Save the Children. By the way, 
you're not going to be saving anybody if you get rid of the moon because it's going to throw everything. <laughs> yeah, we need the balance. fucking moon. We need tides. We need cycles. I, I uh, guarantee you, all astrology. he does. I guarantee yeah. you, all he does is has a big like, uh, you know, like a a very very large screen, like an yeah. image of the night without the moon on it, and the yeah. camera like, is just the camera is just going to be tight enough that you don't see the cranes holding it up or something. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a mirror. The quote says, um, <laughs> Hey, maybe giant so you're just looking behind it. Oh, yeah. just the sky on the other. Yeah. The yeah. quote says, uh, moreover, Copperfield believes that erasing the moon from the night sky serves as a symbolic call to action. He stated, <clears throat> if one person can make the moon disappear from the sky, imagine how together we can make poverty and hunger. He's in- like Joe blue. Hold on. Hold on. Poverty and hunger and danger disappear from our children on earth. Okay, Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's gonna disappear danger. (laughs) I wanna don't worry, kids. Don't worry. I wanna see an interview. It's gonna be no moon, you're gonna be safe. I wanna I wanna hang out with David Copperfield for just like a week. I wanna see what he's like. Like, is he is he a normal guy and he's like well, yeah, of course, magic is full of shit. It's just See, a fun thing I do and I get paid for it, you know? Or like, or do you think he's like, hey, I don't know how I got here either. I just, I was doing <laughs> tricks and now I got to yeah. do really dumb shit. Or is he like a fucking weirdo no. and he's like doing this yeah, all the time? I think it's like, the last. Is he a magic? Like, I will mean, you know? Like a you know, like, does he, does he, anytime he gets dinner, does he say like, come back in 30 minutes and, I will make the dinner disappear, you know? And yeah. He just uh, dude, he he's going to disappear it. my patience <laughs> if I have to hang out with him. All right. So that was, dumb. hey, you know what? I'm enjoying this segment. That was when is this funny. happening? When is this happening? Um, yeah, well, in the middle of hey, the night. Hey. And then you're going to hear about it and be like, oh, wow. Hold on. Listen, okay. next time you look at the sky, if the moon's not there, it already happened. Um, February. I'll be looking forward to that. Is there a date? It's just February 2024. Mm -hmm. Crap. Please do it after the Ghostbusters movie comes out. Wait, when are the Jeffries? That same night, I hope. Yeah, let's uh, let's (laughs) outshadow, overshine. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Do you guys remember they used to do the magic specials on TV and it would be like, and now we're going to like guess what number you're thinking of at home. And like, they're like, look at your. Yeah. Yeah. And every time I was like, I can't. They did it again. I can't How do believe they do it. this. Well, I used to love watching the mat. Like when I was a kid, I would always watch the like the masked guy where he uh, unveils all the tricks. Reveals, and I was always yeah. like, oh, yeah. I was always like, that's it. That's how they're yeah. doing this shit. It's like, yeah. whatever. Always a skeptic. What's the next one? Next. Yeah. Um, okay. Next. Disappear uh, this. This is a, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun one too. I'm going to disappear that real quick for you guys, though. All right. Um, this next one has to do with the DC universe. Shazam star Zachary Levi takes bro swipe at DC actor Sean Gunn. I don't know how playful it was. Sean Gunn was cast as a character in the new James Gunn uh, Superman movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, when asked about it, Zachary Levi says... Listen, when you're the brother of the guy who runs DC, I guess you get to play who you want. 
What <laughs> actual fuck? Go and watch Gilmore Girls and realize what a national treasure Sean Gunn is. Fuck you. Dude. Now I don't know how playful. I have Sean Gunn's autograph, and he like donates to cat charities, and I just want to say that I'm offended. I, I think there's been a little bit of controversy about the Shazam guy ever since that second Shazam movie went the way of the moon, um, <laughs> uh, or the way the moon's gonna go. Uh, Jacob, any thoughts on this? Do you how, do you have any issues with James Gunn casting his uh, brother in? Superman. First of all, first of all, no, I don't. I mean, it's his brother, right? right. Of course, of course, he's going to be in it. Sure. Um, I got a couple thoughts here. Okay, this dude's clearly like he's clearly salty. Whatever. Yeah, he's ooh, he's salting them fries. Mm-hmm. And the first Shazam sucked. I'll probably never see the second one. Right. Having said that, he's a hundred percent right. So, like. <laughs> There's zero chance Sean Gunn is getting put in DC movies <laughs> or Marvel movies unless his brother's making it. Like, he, I, I like Sean Gunn. I love him. But he's right. So, okay. Come on, man. Craigley. Oh, what, 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 I'm just being well, real. Well, here's the thing. What, Let me just. What is he in other than Gilmore? What name? Name me. Guardians Another... of the Galaxy Volume One and Volume Two and Three. Yeah, movies three. made by his brother. Here's the thing: he's you're making, only you're in movies mo- made by his brother. If you're making movies, you can put your friends in them. Sure, exactly. That's why I said, first of all, yeah, of course, it's his, but like I would do the same. I would put my friends who aren't actors in my movie too, like that. I mean, that's what yeah, Kevin I would Smith. That. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a good thing, but I'm just saying. The shot he's taking is a true, like it rings true. There's some truth in it. Yeah. But he's a little salty because, you know, Shazam is part of this, this, the end of the DC universe. Right. Also today, James Gunn came out and said he's sick of what he referred to in uh, superhero movies as cameo porn. Says, Oh, oh, that's a Marvel shot. I like well, that. he also James Gunn also said that the Flash was one of the greatest superhero movies ever made, but I think he had to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which has the most cameos in it than any DC movie. Yeah, uh, this has got a lot. Uh, anything else on this on this guy? No, it's, move on? it's no. I it's just funny. yeah. All just sit down. Exactly. I, you know what? <laughs> I had down. a feeling this would Chill. be a fun. I I knew this would be. Didn't a fun he segment. say? Didn't didn't Zachary Levi at one point say that he's the Deadpool of the DC universe? Well, he he thinks he that Shazam is like the is witty hot guy is Deadpool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that and is not true. Look yeah. at him. He looks like he looks like a glass of milk. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's supposed he's to be a child. He's ever seen. It's like a super adult. A super adult. <laughs> You're not Deadpool. So, the, um, you know, Jake, you said something earlier that I almost spoiled it for our next topic. You ready for this? Oh, this is from the Hollywood Reporter screen? today. No, mm. let's see it. What do you got? What do you got? Here we go. This will be interesting. Cinemas aiming to bring back intermissions because of the long run times in movies. Nah. Increasingly bloated. Oh, nope. Hey, yes. hey, yes. Time out. Yes. Hold on. Yes. I have a rule. Let me read it first. <laughs> okay. Unless an ad pops up. Unless an ad pops up. (laughs) Increasingly bloated run times mean fewer showings and ticket sales. For cinemas that are competing with viewers, cozy couches... Oh, wait. Competing with viewers' cozy couches, thanks to streaming, could adding breaks spur audiences to return 
Um, and then there's a really funny image of like Avatar and uh, Napoleon and some Napoleon. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. Movies are long, getting longer by the day. Abigail, we'll start with you. Yeah, I have no problem with movies being long. Um, I want a big ass movie. I want a whole experience. And I think it's really accommodating and thoughtful for movies to put an intermission period. I think it harkens back to olden times. There would be an intermission. You get the let's all go to the lobby. Um, So I also love going to the lobby. I love snacks. I like to replenish. I like to have a moment Um, even like if you go see a theater, you have the intermission so you can like sit and let the first act kind of overwhelm you and become emotional in the bathroom and then come back and be like, Oh, I can't wait to see what happens. So yeah, I'm right behind this. I like a break. I think it's something that is thoughtful. It's self-care and I understand it. I think the only movie I ever have been to with an intermission was hateful eight. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, but that was like part of the experience. Oh, Jacob, any thoughts on this? I hate this. Uh, I think this is 100% against the point of seeing a movie in the first place. You're supposed to be like, we're adults. Uh, If you can't sit for two hours without having to get up and go to the bathroom, then that's your own issue. Don't don't make me have to get take it out of the movie because you got to fucking pee like do it before the movie. Um, I I just think this is uh, I will stop going. I will stop. You're art. right. It you, you you're right. If they Hold cut a it. movie in half, it's not yeah. art. Um, it just oh. well, the whole point of going to a theater is to be immersed and to watch that movie right. from start to finish without interruption. Like it's bad enough that we don't do anything about people. People can go to the theaters now and just sit on their phone and nobody gives a fuck. Like yeah, I hate all that, of that shit is, too. Hey, well, this, this is the next step of that. This is related to that. No, this, this is, is your chance. This to is get for the people who can't get off their fucking phone or can't or eat their popcorn so fucking quick they have to stand up in the middle of the movie. Wait, no, on, get your shit done. This is done. to prevent that shit from overlapping us enjoying no. the damn Hold movie. on. I have nah, a couple dude. things to yeah, say. It's got the moviegoer in mind. Abigail, Jacob. Mm-mm, it doesn't. What, yes. Let me all, pee. Hold on. What is this thing you said that they eat their popcorn so fast? <laughs> they have to stand up like, yeah, well, like when you're playing. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, people. No, no, no. People refilling their popcorn. Oh, like a refill. Like people like do that refill. constantly. You know. Um. I, I. I think this. This would keep me from going to the movie if it was like. Oh. Uh, you know, watch it at home. Yeah. This. This keeps me from going to the theater because it is not how a movie should be experienced. It's not, especially like. like if you if you cut a movie like there will be blood or something like that in half that is bull you are doing it wrong you're just not like you say hateful eight was over three hours long it was i I believe that cut was four hours long yeah that is different most movies are not four hours long sure but you're an adult if you can't sit there for two hours you probably have some other issue happening. Like, All right, time I, out. Hold on. I hate this. I got to read this quote, and then I'll tell you about the idea I once had, and we'll do our last topic. Get the fuck out oh. of here. Hold on. Late last year, my new fun accent I'm doing, some theaters reached out about including an intermission with 20th Century's Avatar, The Way of the Water. Three, it's in the title. Three hours and 12 minutes. <laughs> They know about it. Hold on. They were told no per the wishes of James Cameron. Oh, so please let me read. Sorry, the holiest of. According to exhibition sources, imagine being immersed in the world of Avatar and having a sudden break. It'd be hard to get back into that movie. 
but I get the frustration with these longer <laughs> movies. So finally, we've agreed. I don't think yeah. Jacob Walsh and James Cameron and Avatar are on the human movie. beings are unpredictable. I don't think every single movie needs to be three hours long. I think right. I think I think some some directors feel like they have to make their movies long. Right. And I'm I'm hearing a, I'm I'm hearing a lot of bad stuff about Napoleon, you know, and it, and it kind of goes back. It that kind really of goes stopped. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to what you were talking about about being self-aware. Like don't make your movie long just because you think that is a uh, uh you know, something that right. artsy movies do. Like know your movie and know your audience. You know, an hour and a half I understand is fine. That. But, and I think I I think you yeah. like to show your commitment level by not breaking. I think that that's something that like you no can take well pro- yeah I, sure you take yeah, pride no, no. In it. yeah 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 I do for sure and and I but it's just like I don't know man Mo- like people I, some movies are meant to be taken seriously and to sit and watch and like splitting like splitting it up. Hold on though, I want to say something. Bad. Abigail, there's precedent for out. it because there's been long movies made, and you when they were shown theaters, human beings would have to pause. Listen, no, you never go pee during the movie. That's not something you even do. Well, that's why I was relating to Jacob on the you're showing your commitment level by denying yeah. yourself, which is also a whole nother thing. Um, yes, I think, in my opinion, it makes sense because I think it has the guest or the viewer in mind. Like, oh, it might be distracting if they haven't been able to have a little moment. It depends on this is by the way, all of this has to do with the length of the movie. Ugh. This is the the origin of this conversation was about like these three and a half to four hour movies, which leads to the other discussion is why are Ridley Scott and Martin Scorsese making three and a half and four hour movies? That's that's probably the real sure. discussion. No one's gonna edit them. Now the real discussion is the idea I had when I was a kid is where if you have to pee, you go to the bathroom, you scan your ticket stub, there's a little screen that shows you two minutes <laughs> of the movie. That you're watching. What's going on? I've heard like, you. I've heard you say you that. Screens on the urinals. This is a great. Tap into whatever you're missing right then. Yeah, but Hi, then, Char. but then, but then I'm peeing beside them, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that two, middle two minutes you're of this like, fucking movie. What do you know? Yeah, I walk. Says like, hey man, what's the big deal? You give me all those. Give me all those piss spoilers in there. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's go. Hey, to that's last a topic. that's a fun that's a fun discussion because I I I'm, I am we very very adamantly against all. Yeah. I would like movie screens installed. In fact, I would like to just watch the movie in the bathroom. That's what I was yeah. just about to say. Is that like maybe maybe if they figured out hey. a way for these people to just watch the movie in the concession booth so they don't ever have to <laughs> do anything but piss and shit and eat candy and not really care about the fucking art that they're trying to. Hey, hey, if, art is, is, it, subjective. is it art or is it not? Jacob? No, it's not. It's not art. All right, last hold it. goddamn topic. Also, this is not the website I wanted to use, but it's the same story. Rumors, this was originally ported, reported by uh, Insnyder uh, on the Hot Mike podcast, which is a great movie podcast, that Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Disney, is scrambling to get something out in the world of Star Wars because they are falling behind the eight ball. The Daisy Ridley movie is not ready. They wanted it to be, but the strikes have delayed everything. And that there is consideration of repackaging season four of The Mandalorian as a movie. And that would be the next Star Wars movie to hit theaters. Jacob, you uh, did not start last time. So I will add, by the way, this picture of Grogu we're looking at is really funny. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Any any thoughts on that? Well, what do you think of that? 
coming off of Mandalorian well, season three and being a Star Wars fan. Sounds like a very, very, very corporate decision being made here because um, this seems like an awful idea. Uh, Man- Mandalorian season three was pretty bad. Um, and I think, and I think a lot of people saw that. And I, I think that Mandalorian season three is part of the reason that they, they went ahead and shifted the reins over to uh, Dave. Filoni. Dave. Yeah. Mr. Filoni. So I would think going forward that they would want to do something that is a little more what he's really into right now, which isn't, mandalorian right um this seems like a step in the wrong direction to just throw something like i I don't care if it's a little bit longer before we get a movie if the movie that we're getting is uh feels purposeful and important instead Mm -hmm. of just like repurposed and thrown together crap nobody wants that Mm-hmm. yeah hey yeah. also also according to them I, I thought they had like 10 different movies getting made right now what, yeah. where, where are they at where are all those movies at where's uh Taika's star wars star wars announces a lot of movies mm-hmm. exactly they, in a lot fact, of people's girlfriends a lot of people a lot of movies <laughs> they announced way more movies than ever actually come out in fact we should start a podcast that's specifically talking about and analyzing the Star Wars movies that have never been made that have been announced. Yeah, cancel you know, Disney. You know what might be really fun? At the beginning of the year, we have yes. a bet, and the bet mm. is each one of us bets on a different Star Wars movie, and whoever actually gets made uh, wins. Oh, she's like a Deadpool thing. The like, contest. She yeah. pick what's yeah. made canceled. Yeah. Are you yeah. still the master of your own, your domain? Yes, <laughs> king of the castle. Um, okay, I'll be your moat. Uh, back to red um okay abigail any thoughts on this i like discovered cover me for the first time today i was like oh my god this song is so good that's like the best song of the damn movie yeah no shit but back to this yeah Yeah. um not to do another food analogy but it's like if you serve brunch at a restaurant and like it doesn't go over well (laughs) and then that's like well we're just gonna make another meal out of all this and yeah dice it up and serve it with like something else covered in syrup um yeah, you can't. If the original stuff didn't taste good to begin with, which is how I feel, then you're not going to get another second meal out of it, especially not a movie. Um, I feel like that's going to be a bunch of sludge and it's leftovers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, can't do that. We know it yeah. tastes like the Listen, refrigerator. I haven't really given These a strong opinion. Mandalorian Mandalorian leftovers do not reheat very well. No, they don't. It's like eggs or fish. Listen, I love to microwave them. Din Jaren. I think he's a great character. I love the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. Third season, my complaint of that season is they they focus so much on the Mandalorian lore and Bo-Katan and all that that they forgot what makes that good fucking show, what makes it great. What makes that good fucking show? What makes that good fucking show is Din and and Grogu and like their bond. Yeah. So Pedro, Pascal. And a well-designed character that's like well, what, or just you know somebody in Pedro Pascal's voice. Um, I <laughs> I do like that character. I want to see further adventures, and I I I just think season three was a little bit of a misstep. Uh, guys, just gonna put it out there. I know we have to wrap up because we got to go do toy. Yeah, anxiety. we have another. But here's the do. deal. I'm a little worried about Star Wars. Guess why? Mando season three not so great. Book of Boba Fett not so great. Obi Wan not so great. Ahsoka. 
better, but still leaving something to be desired. I really liked Ahsoka. But and, we don't have time to talk about Andor. Pretty good. Andor is pretty damn good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, but I'm a little worried. I'm a little bit worried, but we can't get into a full Star Wars discussion right mm-hmm. now. It's too much. Um, yeah. Real quick. I thought this was a pretty fun segment. I like Craig's news. Yeah, it's basically it articles that you know will piss us off. Yeah. Yeah. I no, well, no, I didn't. He's I didn't like, what 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 articles world. can I hit Abby and Jacob against each other? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like yeah. this I'm whole like, episode. Oh, I'm that break. I feel like uh, this entire episode might be one of those episodes where if somebody listened to it for the first time, they'd be like, I don't like that Jacob guy. He's an asshole. <laughs> that no, no, no. Guy. I this feel is, like I, I came this across was, bad. Let me go one. to the bathroom. No, this is I think this is one of my favorite episodes. As this a homeschooler, great. I'm like, I, I go to the bathroom whenever I want. I don't need a hall pass. Um Yeah, you don't, cool. you don't get the right to stop my movie for it. <laughs> I'm not going to your oh, like, movie you're stopping If you want to miss, if you want to miss an integral <laughs> part of the movie and hold take on. yourself out of it, I think it's then elevating get the, the fuck out of here. But don't it's make me have to do it. As a service industry person, <laughs> I think on. it's thoughtful to say, what if hey, you might need a break. How are what you if doing? I like what if you know, like uh, on a bus, there's a thing you pull that stops the the, the yeah, you're like, honk, honk, get yeah, the nurse or like, whatever. Somebody, yeah, there's no intermission, but if somebody's got to go, you do have the power to stop the movie for everybody else. <laughs> this feels like a South Park Wait, episode. That now. would be a fun, that's fun, that's a lot of power. Yeah. Hey guys, we're going to wrap this up again. Thank you so much for the continued support. Stay tuned for more from Yes Have, some podcasts here on the podcast feed or YouTube or wherever you find us. And uh, we will have a lot of fun coming up. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Abigail, anything else? Um, yeah, uh, just be kind to yourself. Take a break if you need to. Holidays can be tough. Holidays can be tough. Yeah, and you should take that intermission if you need it. There you go. <laughs> you still get into there. Uh, Jacob, any final thoughts from you? The holidays aren't tough. Fuck you. Fucking deny yourself. <laughs> God damn it! And enjoy the art. Uh, the, no, holidays are, the, holi- the holidays are tough, but if you watch There Will Be Blood and take a break in the middle, then you're not <laughs> a, a fan. 